My name is Matt Brown. Perhaps you are here. So, even though we're apart, we really are together? The feels, am I right? So with that, let's start the show. Four of us wolves running around the desert together in Las Vegas. Two more guys to my wolf pack. Oh, wait a second, could it be? And now I know for sure, I just added two more guys to my wolf pack. All right, all right. Four of us wolves running around the desert together in Las Vegas, looking for strippers and cocaine. What's happening, my friends, fans, family, and every single other person in this world? The world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Friday, November 18th, 2022. As we approach Thanksgiving, as we approach the end of the year, and as we approach the end of fall and get ready for the holiday season, I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter at ProdComboPod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. So Thanksgiving is almost here, and we definitely are going to enjoy every second of that. People are making their travel plans. People are booking flights. People are getting their grocery store strategies in there. It's going to be a very special time. I mean, a Thanksgiving where we truly don't have to have COVID above our heads. And uh, we're moving on to a better future with that. So Thanksgiving coming up a week from uh, a week from yesterday. But um. It's going to be really, really good stuff. I'm very, very excited about it. Very, very excited. And I have a lot, a lot to be thankful for. One, I'm thankful to all the people who support this show. Two, I'm thankful to my new employer for giving me a shot. Three, I'm thankful for the support system that has helped me through these past few years trying to uh, get back on my feet career-wise. Um, those who support my show and really putting it out there and um, helping me know that there's a reason why we have the show as we grow this brand. And I'm thankful for everybody who is, is there for me. No doubt I will return the favor. So lots to be thankful for. Aaron Judge has just won the American League MVP. Congratulations to my favorite athlete of all time. MVP, Yankees have to pay him or... You will never see me more enraged about sports ever if uh, the Yankees fail to uh, outbid whoever the whoever that person is, whoever that team is to uh, take him away from us. So, regardless, Aaron Judge, you are officially an MVP of the league. Congratulations! Hopefully, you're on the show one day, which is truly a dream. And what else is going on? I mean, the football is is uh, exciting as always. We'll be back next week to cover that, to cover week 11, of course. I've been recording in-studio shows now that I'm back in Jersey City full-time, as we have one today, as we have one that's about to get going in a couple of minutes. And, uh, yeah, life, life is very, very humbling it's good. Still plenty to focus on. Still have plenty of hurdles to overcome. But again, I'm just thankful to be in this place and thankful to have this show. So with that, I'm also thankful for my guest today. We have an in-studio guest. He's an up-and-coming rapper from New Jersey. Good guy. Very, very fun to be around. And this guy's got the juice and... Uh, very, very, very good at what he does when it comes to being a rapper. He produces his own beats, he writes his own songs, and he really knows how to put his heart out there to create great songs for each and every single one of us. The person I'm talking about, of course, is one Nikki making his Productive Conversations podcast debut tonight. Very, very good stuff. We also have Winnicky on because he is going to be promoting a show that's taking place on Monday, November 21st to kick off your Thanksgiving week. 
The venue he will be performing at is the Berlin Under A in New York City. Doors open at 7.30 on Avenue A, down in the East Village, Alphabet City to be more specific. There is a link included in the description of this podcast. Whether you're listening on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, we have a link attached to our description page where you can click on it and you can buy your tickets from there. So it's very exciting. Let's get to know with Nicky Moore. And then once you hear about his story, once you really know who the guy is and once you get impressed by him, go to the link in the description to buy your tickets. So let's get to know with Nicky. Let's see what he got. And let's understand why this guy has a future ahead in the world of music. Well, Nicky, it's your turn. Here we go. This is a very productive conversation. My next guest is an up-and-coming rapper from the state of New Jersey who has immense talent, a good heart, and most importantly, has so much swagger, it's inspiring. He will be performing with Ari and more at the Berlin Under A in New York City this Monday night, presented by Breaking Sound, Monday, November 21st. Doors open at 7.30. Check out this talented dude, and uh, we're so lucky to have him. When Nikki is here, what's good, bro? Thanks for coming out. Thanks for having me, man. What's up? Oh, man. This is really, really special. I know we've been planning this for a long time, and uh, we made it work. We're here. We have our studio audience all over the place, and um, let's rock and roll. So the first thing I have to ask you is simply, as we're closing in on 2022, how has this year been for you? It's been pretty cool. Um... Honestly, just been pretty locked in on, you know, getting this whole thing started, um, you know, transitioning into launching like my own music career and stuff, working on my own stuff. I just been, you know, trying to have fun along the way, tapping in with different people, hanging around, doing different stuff. And yeah, you know, got to drop my first couple of songs. So, you know, I got a show lined up finally. I'm just, you know, looking to really keep the momentum going into the next. That's what I'm talking about. And we definitely have lots to discuss regarding your career, your singles, your up and coming show. And we're really getting to know you, Nikki, as the artist you are. So this is going to be a really great experience for everybody involved. But let me just ask you, out of nowhere, right? Yeah. How did you become a performer most of all? What made you decide that this is for me? I could stick out from other rappers in this business. And most importantly, I could be a great performer and make people proud. What made you have the confidence and heart to do such a thing? Sure, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I was just always, you know, a fan of music, you know. Um, growing up, I, I used to always just spend my time just sitting on a computer, like downloading shelf like LimeWire and shit like that, you know. And then as I grew older, I just really, you know, started taking the art more and more. And then it got to a point where I decided to try it out myself, you know. And I remember like going to like my first couple concerts and like seeing like certain artists just on stage doing it. And I'm like, damn, this is pretty fire. And I always felt like maybe I could do it, you know, let's see what happens. So I figured give it a shot and you know, it's brought me this far. I'm pretty much just getting started, but I'm definitely looking to, you know, just keep growing and expanding and hopefully make it onto bigger stages and stuff, you know. Look at you, look at that. Do you remember that very first like movie moment where whether you're in front of the keyboard, you're in front of a microphone, do you remember how old you were and that first moment when you decided to have your first verse, your first bars, if you will? Do you remember that? Honestly, I mean, I feel like it was probably back when I was in school. I remember my freshman orientation. Mm-hmm. Um, and where'd you go to school? Assumption College. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was cool. Like, 
I, I uh, we were at, there's like this like game show going on. Um, the freshman class were just chilling like the dining hall, and there was like this like wild car around where each team could kind of have someone go up and just show off like a special talent and shit, and like you know people wanted to like. <laughs> We were just, and I was just sitting there and I was like, damn, let me try something new. I'm in a new spot, new place. And so I split a freestyle and it was like pretty lit. People liked it. So um, I can't remember what I, what I actually spit. Like it, was, it wasn't really that great either, but it was cool though. People fucked with it. So, and I was like, damn. And um, from that moment, like when I went to, when I got onto campus, it was like, first couple weekends I was just like spitting freestyles with people and stuff and then <clears throat> the more time I spent I just started diving deeper and deeper into it you know and that was about it really yeah but most importantly is that you did spit and you decided that I'm gonna be the one to do this and look at you here and you're here for it and you mentioned how you were very inspired from old concerts you went to can you tell me about some of those concerts like who really inspired you <laughs> Yeah, um, it's pretty interesting. The first concert that I actually went to was um, Childish Gambino. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, it was like 2012, uh, Central Park Summer Stage. Um, this is was, uh, before Because the Internet, too. So, like, his first album, right? Yeah, it's actually, this is when, this is like a about a week and some change, I think, before he dropped uh, the royalty mixtape. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, so you have some bragging rights. Yeah, yeah, she was lit. It was crazy. I, honestly, it was a fire-ass show. Um, it was, like, right in Central Park, middle of the summer. I remember, like, I had just finished high school. Um, so it was me and, like, a couple friends from, like, middle school that we all, like, went to the show and shit. And he had he had Danny Brown and Schoolboy Q opening up. Yeah. And so it was just, like, crazy, you know, watching, like, watching that. <clears throat> At that age, I was like, damn, this is nuts. And... Um, I didn't really go to another concert though until like four years later, like around like 2017-ish. Um, you remember what that show was? I actually went to a Playboy Cardi concert. Okay. Yeah, I took my cousin to one. He uh, he had just finished high school and shit, so I took him out to one as like a graduation gift. He uh, and that shit was lit too. Um, Uzi came out as like a surprise performer. No way. Yeah, yeah, and it was like right over in Montclair, you know, at um the Walmart Theater. It's like a it's a pretty dope venue. It's like pretty small, so. You know, you can fit a lot of people in there, though. So it's a pretty intimate show. Um, it show was lit as fuck, though. Now, this really shows what a difference a decade can be. And um, again, we'll go more into when you're going to start performing. But uh, maybe one day you'll be somebody performing out there at your big shows and you inspire a new generation. Does that bring some weight to you? I know that there's still some time until that happens, but um, it seems that all rappers really are fans of other rappers. Like they talk about how comedians are a real community together. It seems like the rap community is one and they just inspire other people to be part of it. And you just hopped on that wave. Yeah, pretty much. Honestly, I feel like <clears throat> that's really where a lot of... Um, my inspiration comes from too, you know, kind of just like my own life experiences. So, I mean, if someone's able to take like some sort of message from that, that's uh, that's really dope. I'd appreciate that for sure. Look at that. So, I want to get into that writing process, right? Yeah. So, how do you do it? Are you somebody who are you like Eminem? In a eight mile, you have a notepad or your iPhone, just write every little thought in your head. Are you somebody who just jots down thoughts in general? You um, listen to you listen to beats on YouTube and freestyle over that and record yourself. How do you do your writing process? For me, I mean, I um, I usually do like my own. It starts with the beats, I would say, um, and I like to really kind of cook up my own beats, just so that way I kind of. So kinda... you do that yourself too, huh? Yeah, what? I say you do that yourself too, huh? Yeah, yeah. Just because I feel like that way I'm able to really get, um, you know, like my own sound down, you know, and I can really figure out what I'm feeling, what I'm trying to get out, um, and so. Yeah, I'll, I'll start off with like cooking my own beat up, and then from there, 
really just trying to you know just capture the vibe of what I'm feeling um so I mean different songs take you know different amounts of time like the first song I ever did was like I wrote it like in the night um and it was pretty it was pretty cool like but like there's like some songs that like I've done that where you know we'll start with like the hook maybe you know get the hook down and then from there I'll just like rest around with like different melodies and stuff, see where I want, like what direction I want to take it. And then <clears throat> over, you know, maybe like a couple of days or maybe even like a week or two, just kind of figure out, um, you know, the verses and what I want to say there and then bring it full circle. And when you do write, I'm sure you mentioned how you write about your past experiences. I'm sure whether it's love or loss or family or work or whatever, you like to implement all types of aspects. Like any, like nothing's nothing's off limits. Everything's up for grabs when you write about your experiences and putting that into song. Yeah, I mean, I try to be, you know, pretty vulnerable with the music. I feel like, you know, because like I said, like, you know, or like you said, rather, you know, one day people could listen to this and, you know, find some sort of inspiration from it or something, you know. I think that when it comes to music, you know, there's always a message, you know, being portrayed. Like for me, that's where a lot of, you know, my inspiration to actually go pursue like a career started was just because just from, you know, the music that I used to listen to growing up and hearing how like, you know, like just taking the messages that I would get from that. And like a lot of times that would just motivate me if, you know, whatever point I was at in my life, you know, like there's a lot of times you can kind of pinpoint like a song or a playlist or something that you had that kind of went along with that time period, you know? And so... For me, it's definitely just trying to figure out, you know, the the best way to kind of be as raw and as real as possible. And, um, you know, without like not, you know, sometimes without not making it like super duper deep, I think that you can always kind of, you know, relay a message without having to shove it in someone's face. Yeah. yeah and as long as you're genuine about it and you're... I mean, I'm the corniest guy in the world, and I know, too, that in the deepest guy in the world. But I know at least it comes from a good place and a good heart. And at least if I try to explain it as best as I can, even if sometimes I, I don't or I just use the wrong words, but sometimes it just takes time to let those emotions out and you just appreciate anyone who's willing to listen and God knows there's lots of people who are willing to hear me out at least and I appreciate all of them and you know that there's hundreds of if not thousands if not hundreds of thousands or millions who were willing to hear your story out too and express that in songs like like for me I, I use like I'm a big Juice World fan and I'm pretty sure a lot of his songs are about love and loss. And I'm sure most people of all ages, especially our generations, definitely felt the way he felt about somebody. And um, I'm sure when it comes to you and your writing process, that you write songs that we all can get and all stories from there. And then when we hit on the specifics, it goes like to hear more on that. But I'm sure you agree with that. Like we're all the same. And when you put your perspective in it, they uh, really feel and get it. Yeah, R.I.P. Juice World too. Honestly, he was he was so crazy. Like watching my uh, my best friend, he like sends me mad videos all the time, just like of like Juice World's freestyles. Yeah, I heard he was the best at it. Yo, nah, he was unreal. I think like you know that's something that's not even really talked about a lot in the game nowadays. People don't really care much about like the art of freestyling, but he really could do that shit so crazy. Like just any beat, just being able to switch whatever flow. Like that shit is crazy. His mind probably was moving so fast in those moments. Honestly, that's just. And when it comes to your freestyling too, like you mentioned, back to the freestyling. What do you usually do when it comes to freestyle? Like, is it always off the dome? Are you thinking about the next rhyme? Are you just thinking about, say, something clever and what do you, even if it doesn't rhyme, I could still win the crowd over like that? Like, what's exactly your freestyle approach? Shit, I mean, I feel like, yeah, I pro- it really is just about finding a flow and finding that rhythm 
And once you kind of get that flow going from there, you know, everything else kind of just goes. <laughs> it's really just like your mind is kind of just like an autopilot into like a conscious stream almost. But it's cool though. It's cool. I don't freestyle like as much. I'm like, like I used to like practice freestyling. Yeah. And I mean, it's something that I do want to like practice more but like I started really focusing on like getting better at just like writing like actual like songs just because like you know at the end of the day that's kind of what people look for you know and artists and shit you know so um and yeah it's definitely like it's a much different craft um than freestyling is you can definitely make a song off freestyling you know if you're good enough to do that for sure for sure um but you know like a lot of times for me at least I like to like at least take my time with like making sure I can write and really get down what I want to get down on the song I hear that I hear that and by the way when I'm typing these notes I'm just logging the show too I just want to let you know don't worry there's no one I'm texting um there's no one to text uh yeah <laughs> at least tonight yeah. most important is what we have here and uh, my guest, Waniki, of course, the rapper. So well, let's talk about your songs. Let's talk about some of your singles. Talk to me about Growing Pains. Um, tell me about the inspiration, uh, your approach to it, and uh, why it's so far, by the way, available on Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, Apple Music, uh, to name a few streaming platforms to check it out. Talk to us about Growing Pains. Yeah, um... Growing Pains was a it was, it was a pretty interesting track. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. It was just like kind of me just talking about you know lessons I've kind of learned. Um, you know, just in terms of commitment. You know, and being there. You know, and what you're committing yourself to. You know, and really just making sure that you know you really think hard and think twice about what you give your energy to you know um that's really all it was about uh yeah yeah really i definitely listen to it a lot especially coming into here and um i i I definitely felt that on my end that this is a real song of reflection and do you feel like reflection is the best type almost some of the best type of um songs to write about like for you and in this one is just reflecting on an experience don't get caught up in those thoughts too much that may cause various maybe i don't want to I'll be honest, maybe anxieties or bad memories and stuff, but at least if I reflect and turn this negative into a positive, I got this fire track. Is that what happened here in Growing Pains? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's really just about, um, you know, because like I said, you know, just whatever message I have, whatever I want to get out, trying to find ways to, you know, just get it out. Um, And with music, you know, it's kind of, like I said, you know, like turning lemonade, like lemons into lemonade, water into wine, paint into champagne, you know. Um, I mean, that's, you know, the best way to really just react to anything. You know, I think that whatever happens in your life, like you can be let down. Things can, you know, not go your way, but, you know, you can always figure out a way to pivot and get back on your feet and move forward. You know, you just have to be willing to move on and move past it. And we got a fire song out of it. And uh, my last question here, and by the way, we are playing this song at the beginning of the audio of this podcast in the cold open, playing this and um, the ride. But um, can you talk to me about the album artwork? I see, I think it's clearly you as a kid, buy some bikes. Can you tell me just a story about the album artwork here? Yeah, um... That, that pick was, I mean, I was a kid over there. Um, honestly, like, it was just, uh, I can't even tell you, like, where. I think we were in Montreal. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my, um, my parents had, like, a fam- some family friends that, like, they would visit. They took us up there a couple times. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's actually where I took the... Um, 
the oh I'm sorry not the um I didn't take the the, the whatchamacallit there but I was in Toronto for the ride cover oh. uh, yeah yeah but Montreal is where my uh, my parents friends were at and basically we spent like three weeks out of a summer there once mm-hmm. and my dad he used to just take mad pics uh, back in the day so um I was just kind of going through different different pictures that like he had like through photo albums and stuff and um I, I was just sending them over to my homie Ian he's a dope ass fucking just a creative ass dude so he does pretty much all my uh, album covers and stuff and um I sent that one to him he was like dude this shit is just crazy you know kind of just kind of really captures the vibe of the song you know um because that guitar is pretty wild but it's pretty it's, it's a bit eerie in some ways you know and so that pick i feel you know the especially the the colors in it and everything just kind of represents a lot in terms of just like the horror aspect you know the pose is just like super awkward and shit <laughs> and we really appreciate that. We really appreciate it. So talk to me about um, some of your other songs. So we talked about the Ride album cover that was taken in Toronto with you as a kid as well. But talk to me about the song itself. What um, what makes this one stick out from other ones? Yeah. Um, and what is the Ride? The Ride, the ride is a... Uh... Honestly, the ride is a pretty, pretty special song to me. I would say um, I was that was like my first song that I really felt um, like dropping. That I felt was like you know really, really relevant just to kind of like my where I was at um, in life. You know, uh, just making that transition into really working in music and pursuing like my own music career, like doing this like seriously you know, has required like a lot of sacrifice, you know, just, you know, in terms of, you know, where I put my, where I spend my time and what I spend my time doing, you know, and so for me, I spend a lot less time hanging around like and being social and shit now, you know, just cause I'd be just focused on, yeah, you know, on, you know, music, but also just, you know, life as well, you know, trying to make sure that, you know, like, I can take care of everything I gotta take care of myself, you know? And so, um, for me, it's really just talking about, you know, like for everyone that, you know, knows me, that really fucks with me, like, yo, like this is, this is the ride that we're on right now. And, you know, if you're really there, I'm a, you know, I'll know that I can always count on you if, you know, I need something and you can always count on me if you need me when it really counts. So. And I'm sure you really mean it as well when you uh, say that. Yeah, man, that's real shit. Yeah, so the ride really reflects on your ride into this chapter. This is your passion. This is me going for it right here, right now. Yeah, pretty much, man. I like it. I like it. And there's a really good swell beat to it, too. So we could always appreciate that. Oh, Nikki, why are you so good at this? Why are you such a good rapper? Shit, man. Uh, Just, you know, taking time, watching shit. Um, Yeah, I took took a lot of time just studying, studying the game. Um, I get a lot of inspiration from a lot of different places, you know, not just, you know, not just in rap. Um, I listen to... As of late, I've been like a lot of Kid Cudi. Um, yeah, he's he's definitely one of like my like biggest influences. I would say just in terms of you know really having like real substance while really being able to like keep that rock star vibe. Um, you know, and his music as of late especially has just been crazy, um, just super real, super you know introspective. Same with like Kendrick. Yeah. You know, his last his last album was just wild. He was really he was really really willing to like address a lot of shit that most people wouldn't have the balls to really talk about. Yeah, it wasn't a very mainstream album in the sense that not a lot of mainstream topics, not a lot of songs you could play on top forty, but more of a 
profound tracks about life this is our mr morale and the big steppers like uh you can't really play um what's this you can't really play we cry together on uh <laughs> on radio yeah nah but at the same time though like <laughs> check it out I, I wish i could play it with you two take it off yeah no nah, but that's the thing though i mean you know i, f- I feel like really and you know like when it comes to music you know, you can't really, you can't really expect to get, you know, the realest messages from, you know, like the mainstream music, you know what I mean? Because just because, you know, like there is, there's a certain formula and, and shit, you know? And a lot of politics in these big record labels. Well, yeah, it's that too. But I mean, not even just that, more so, you know, people, people, you know, when it comes to like mainstream shit, most people want to listen to music to just, you know, dance and not think about shit really you know like you know to listen to like an album like Mr. Moran the Big Steppers you gotta be prepared to really like dive into that and really tap into like the actual lyrics and everything and think about that you know that's something that you really you know plug into your own headphones or like with your homies or something and yeah, yeah exactly not a lot of people are are jumping around on the dance floor to uh we cry together unless you're you're sick but um <laughs> but we still uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no but it, I, no you definitely make a strong point on this is a song these are more songs to take in than to chill and jump around with and, and that's still yeah. okay too that's what makes music music yeah I mean yeah, man, that's that's really all it is, dude, for real. But you know, but he has some some vibes on there too. I mean, he's got like rich spirit, you know. Oh yeah, out. like um, like worldwide Same steppers. Man. I could see a certain place, you know. I'm a killer. She's a killer. He's a killer, bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you play that in the club. In my specific club, while everybody's <laughs> bouncing around in their heads. I'll have it with um, like if it were up to me, in the moment, I would play the first that the first beat. See the headbangers, see the people walk away, and then I'll I would just switch it up and play like um, uh, why why am I blanking? Why am I blanking on this classic? Um. You know, Martin had a dream, Kedrick had a dream. All my life I want money and power. Respect my mind or asylum in showers. I pray my dick gets you know big as the Eiffel Tower. So I can fuck the world for 72 hours. God oh. damn, I feel amazing. Damn, I get it. Um, Backstreet Freestyle, that's what I would switch yeah, it up to do. Something like that. Word. Damn. Yeah, I should, I should probably get shit lit. Hell yeah, man. Tell me what are your favorite all time club bangers? Club bar, you're in the zone. I want to play something, whether it's a throwback or whether it's something that is, has been released recently. Like, what gets you ready to bounce around and have these viral moments? If I had. Of all genres, club, too. If I was in the club, like, something that would really be, like, stupid lit that I heard that I'd be super hyped to hear. Um, yo, Light Glue by Sean Paul. <laughs> that shit would be fucking lit. That is a fucking banger. Sean yo. Paul, man. Yeah, nah, I used to fuck with Sean Paul heavy back in the day. I used to... He was Bad Bunny before Bad Bunny. Low-key in some ways. Yeah, in, the, in terms of, the like, the reggaeton type of vibe, you know what I mean? Wait, nah, he was, he was like, he, he was reggae, like. Oh, whoops. Golly. <laughs> I may have messed up and been confused on my cultural music at the moment, but we just still like the good sound. But we'll still take that take that he was, um, Bad Buddy. <laughs> In the yeah, exactly. That's, that's a better I mean, but he comparison. Wasn't, but he wasn't reggaeton though. He was from Jamaica. You know what? I like all the music that from um, Caribbean nations. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Where's Bad Bunny from? Puerto Rico, and that's not Caribbean. So, um, I don't know where to go from yo. here. But all in all, hey, yo. good music is good music. And um, clearly understand where all these genres are from. And um, I messed that up, but I still love all the music. <laughs> oh my god! Yo, I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm sorry, though. <laughs>
But, you know, Sean Paul and Bad Bunny create great music for dancers. <laughs> yo, and that's yo, what we're focusing on right now. So, um, good stuff there. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, yo. <laughs> My God. Yo, but, I mean, yeah, man. Um, I mean, Bad Bunny's doing this thing. He's definitely doing this thing for sure. You know, Sean Paul. Sean Paul, I think it's like he has an anniversary coming up soon, or it just passed. I think those are some good tracks back in the mid 2000s. You know, shake that thing, miss. Good morning, yeah, get busy. And you know, good times, good times where we play. Bad Bunny and Sean Paul at these parties and bars. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, like, <clears throat> it's, it's pretty dope, too, because, like, I am Kenyan. So, I mean, when I go back, I would definitely love to do shows out there um, and, like, really make music out there, too. Um, I've, like, I've, like, written songs out there before and stuff. So, you know, um, but, like, I'm actually, but, like, before I really started, like, doing this shit for real, now, you know, I'm going there. I'd definitely love to try to find, you know, other artists and producers to tap in with out there and really just get into the scene over there. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm, like, international. You know, I don't really care who who it is, you know, as long as, you know, if you're able to really rock with the music, I appreciate that, you know. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy, actually. When I dropped the ride, I was getting a bunch of streams from, like, places in Europe and stuff, <laughs> which was, like, pretty, pretty cool. Um, Shows that appeal you got. Yeah, like, you know, just, like, seeing, like, where, like, all the different places that people were listening to the music at and seeing, like, how far, like, you know, like, how spread out it was was, like, interesting, you know, just because, like... No one really knows who I am right now. You know what I mean? I'm. I literally just dropped like that was like my first song at the time. You know, so you know to see like how far that like reach you know is was definitely something that I think was you know pretty motivating. See, just like a dope sign. Exactly. Same with you. Same with Bad Bunny and Sean Paul. <laughs> Yo. All in the same. Um, Bro, we gotta let it rest. <laughs> we, we, we just gotta let them do their You thing, are all yeah. part of the great artist team. Yo, man. I mean, if I if I can make it to their level, that would be pretty far. Uh, you got my support with that and a lot of others. So, with Nikki, now talk to me about. Um, I want you to talk to me about um, what other future releases that you see coming. You know, we're going to get into your um, you starting to tour and your performances and stuff. But um, you have two songs on these platforms now. Is there a time that we're going to see some more stuff? Your first album and such like that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, right now... Um I got a, so I got this show coming up on Monday and I'm going to be pretty much playing, you know, a bunch of the music that I have lined up for the following year um, at the show. So that way people can just kind of, you know, get a little sneak peek of what, you know, what's to come for next year. Um, I got a few songs lined up looking to put out some sort of project, you know, uh, just to have, you know, get my first one out there and then, you know, drop some more music after that. So I'm really, you know, this is really kind of just the start, really. Look at that, dude. Look at that. Um, so, yeah, going on and focusing on performing at the Berlin Under A, right? Talk yeah. to me. How did you get this gig? And uh, tell me what you're feeling as we approach your performance, which is, don't forget, Monday the 21st. Doors open at 7.30, Berlin Under A in New York City, Avenue A in East Village. So talk to me about getting this gig. Yeah, um, yeah, for the past, like, you know, few months, I've just been going to a bunch of different shows out in New York and stuff and kind of seeing um, different performances. And <clears throat> Berlin Under A was a place that I knew a lot, I heard, I had heard about. I had gone to a couple breaking sound shows before. 
um, saw a few dope people like uh, Larry Christian, Yaya, uh, Griffey, you know, all touch the stage over there. And so um, I had reached out to a few different uh, show promoters and when I reached out to Breaking Sound, um, they, they liked the music, the, what they heard. So, you know, we set it up and then that was it from there. How about that, dude? And by the way, you can download this app called Dice, and that is how you get your tickets directly. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Be sure to download that app. And you'll see who else is hip amongst your friends, because they have the context who has this app, too. Yeah. You can go see these uh, underground shows. That's really exciting, though. Really, really exciting. Um, you have any... What are you thinking about? Um, what feels do you have coming into this show? Like, like, I'm sure you're really excited. Maybe there's some nerves along the way. That's natural, too. But performing in New York City, where you first saw that Childish Gambino concert in Central Park, tell me about uh, kicking off your... Um, live stage career as well. Tell me about that. Yeah, that's actually something I never thought about. It's pretty crazy. Um, But I'm honestly pretty excited. Like, for me, I've, you know, like I've said, I, you know, spent a lot of time, you know, just going to different concerts and stuff and just seeing people on stage performing and always kind of seeing, like, you know, feeling like, like that's something that I would love to do one day. So now that... Now that that moment's finally here, I'm just really trying to, you know, grab it by the horns and make the best of it. Hey, and you're here now, man. You're here. And uh, like I said, between you and Ari and the other performers, that's really cool. And it's sponsored by Spirit Airlines. Yeah. we, we we have some heavy hitters over here and, and yeah, that's uh, crazy you know who knows maybe Sean Paul and Bad Bunny are gonna be this <laughs> yeah who knows man I mean yeah I mean there are definitely gonna be a few people out there at the show um so you know hopefully I mean I'm I'm looking forward to definitely giving it a good go and you know the music is gonna be dope um we got some pretty dope singles I'm kinda you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really just looking forward to, to next year right now. Like, I, I really, really, you know, have enjoyed putting out these first two tracks, but I'm, like, super excited for the music that's, like, really about to come. Um, <clears throat> you know, just, you know, it's really... Th- these first couple tracks were kind of, you know, just scratching the surface, you know, really just breaking the ice, but I'm really going to get deeper into things as, you know, we go along. So um, that's something I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, you, you plant the seeds in 22 and time to start growing in 23 and beyond. And again, don't forget, Berlin under A in New York City. Um, check out Breaking Sound on Monday, the 21st of November. Doors open at 7.30. So just some other things to play around with to get to know you some more. You know, we'll, and i uh, just like to hear your thoughts on various things because you got a good head and brain. So did you hear this news? <laughs> Was good. That Pete Davidson and Emily Radjarowski, is that how you pronounce it? Radjowski. Radjowski. They're allegedly dating now. Pete Davidson, this, the greatest ladies man of all time, with Kim Kardashian, Kate Beckinsale, um, Ariana Grande, Grande, Cassie David, um, all these other famous women, and you add. And you add Emily Radjowski, Radjowski, um, how you pronounce? <laughs> oh, Emily Radjowski, the girl from the Bird Lines video. And now he seen her naked, or assumedly, allegedly. Um, what do you think about this? Is Pete Davidson the greatest lady man of all time? Yo, I mean, he's definitely having like a great year. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I'm excited for his new show on Peacock coming up. <laughs> oh my god, I'm crying, yo! But nah, nah. I mean, I think that you know, yeah. I mean, well, didn't stay that for too long, you know. He's got something. What do you think? I mean, what do you think is like? What do, you, what do you think is the appeal? I mean, he seems to clearly... He, he clear, no, and I say this... I don't mean that... This, I, I don't mean that to come off disrespectfully, but like... Like, literally, this dude clearly knows how to shoot a shot. He's confident. He's fun. 
he gets good reviews. Like it seems that none of these girls have ill will or write a diss track if they were Taylor Swift. Like I'm just I wonder is it a matter to shoot your shot and they just happen to be some of the most famous, most beautiful women in the world. Mm. You just gotta be Pete Davidson, you know. Yeah, that's. The, I mean, if he ever answered that question, I understand if he wouldn't. Um, it's really none of our business at the end of the day, but it really is fascinating. I mean, Sam, you saw Pete Davidson, like he was on SNL. It's pretty famous, but you saw him with some pretty ladies once, right? Hanging out. Yeah, I was on a date with a pretty lady myself. <laughs> but I would, I, or I'll put, I'll point the. I don't know if they can hear you, but. Um, um. Should I walk away? And you I mean, yeah, I saw him. Yeah. 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 You ran into him. Yeah. So you were on a you were on a date with a pretty lady yourself, and um, here it is. Yeah, I saw Pete Davidson with uh, two hot blonde chicks, and I said, "Wow, that's Pete Davidson with two hot blonde chicks." And I kept eating my food. <laughs> that's how it starts. That's how it starts. Well, there you go. See. And I bring that up, whether it's a famous person or not famous person, he just has appeal that ladies love and, you know, respect the man for. That's awesome. I think he's very funny and talented, great stand-up. I'm excited for his Peacock show. I I admire the dude, and it's just, it's it's a fascinating character study, you know? Yeah, you know, definitely find himself back on his feet, you know, in no time. So, you know, glad to see that he's doing well, you know. I mean... Yeah, he's doing doing pretty well. Yeah, shouts to Pete Davidson as I try to fix my crane mic. And wait until in a couple years when we get a legit studio. <laughs> but um, who are like some of your dream friends? Like if you, if they're famous, historic, or maybe they're famous, maybe historical figures, maybe um, there's somebody on the street. Like I've always wanted to be friends with... Um, I've always wanted to be friends with, uh, like, you know, besides famous people, like, I would like to be friends with Joe Rogan. That's a dream. Or Howard Stern. Or um, maybe LeBron. Try to understand, uh, why do people hate you so much? They love the player, but you as a person. Um, how do you feel about that appeal? But, um... For you, who are like some of your dream friends? I'd like to be that. That's a dream friend too, Pete Davidson. I'd like to learn about his comedy. I don't need any dating advice because it's clearly working out for me. But um, <laughs> um, for you though, what um, who are some of your dream friends? Unless you you already found them. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I'm following the friends I got. Honestly, I feel like. I mean, I don't know. I don't really like. I don't really think too much about like you know, meeting like other people like that. Just cause <clears throat> I feel like it's better to just not have expectations to you know begin with. You know, cause you know you never really want to meet your idols. You know, people can portray a certain image and in real life be totally different. So you know, why not just save yourself the disappointment no you're definitely right you don't want to meet your heroes because that would be the most heartbreaking thing to find out that the person you admire is a, is a fucking asshole which I'm sure plenty of people have experienced but um, I guess meet your rivals sorry meet your idols until they become your rivals that's all we could say to that yeah you know that could be something cool I'd you, that. you hear that so well, Nikki, there's one thing I like to do with you. I do this to every person who has their debut on this show. We do this thing called the Proust Questionnaire. So 10 questions. Take as much time as you want. But um, I'm going to ask you 10 questions, and you're going to just answer them. And I ask, again, every first appearance on this show, um, I allow them to... Um, answer this questionnaire and um, we like to compare and contrast notes to that and it's going to be a lot of fun so you ready for your first Prowse questionnaire Winnicky? Let's do it. Alright my first question in the Prowse questionnaire for Winnicky of becoming rapper from New Jersey what is your favorite word? My favorite word? Yep what is your favorite word? 
damn, that's... Um, I don't know. What's up? What's up? If it's your favorite two words. <laughs> oh, what's up? What's up? Yes. W-A-S-S-U-P. Okay, I like that. Good one. Um, What's your least favorite word? No. No. Yes. Uh, one question. This isn't necessarily a sexual question, but people like to think of it this way. But it's more of a life and fulfillment question. Is what turns you on? What turns me on? Um, real conversations. Definitely, definitely. That. That's what I. That's what we do here. At least we hope we do that for you today and beyond. But um, real conversations, best part of life. I really think that. Again, wait. We're gonna get some good, good equipment before we know it. So my next question is: What turns you off in this world? Uh, negative vibes. Negative vibes. Great answer. What sound or noise do you love? Um, 808s. Ooh, so like, yeah, the keyboard system and... No, like the, like the, 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 like the bass, the sub bass. Oh, yeah, yeah, see? Yeah, that shit. It's fucking net knocks. I, I can't believe I messed that up again. So again, don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. We're, uh, gonna improve our music knowledge from here on out. But 808s, great sound to love. What sound do you hate? Um... Or noise? What noise do I hate? Um, hmm. Sounds of sadness. The sound of sadness. You mind yeah. me asking what what is the sound of sadness exactly? Like people crying? Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Or like people in pain, you know. That's like just like not fun. Exactly. Definitely, you do not want to <clears throat> cry, especially in very specific moments in life that brings a lot of fun and joy. You don't want to cry in those moments. Nah. Um, what is your favorite curse word? Um, damn. I don't know. Maybe damn. Maybe fuck. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, you know, yeah, I think probably one of those three, um, just because, like, you know, yeah, those three are pretty, like, yeah, they're pretty vers- versatile curse words, so, yeah, I, I think that, like, that, those three work. What sound or no, sorry, I'm excuse me now, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Mm. That's a good question. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I'd be down to like get into acting, or maybe do like direct a movie or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. I watch your stuff. Word. I appreciate that. Of course, of course. Um, what profession would you not like to do? Um, <clears throat> what profession would I not want to do? Jeez, that's... I wouldn't want to be a dentist or a surgeon. <laughs> That's like a lot. Yeah, you don't want to uh, save people's smiles out there? Yeah, just like looking at people's mouths and shit all day oh, yeah. would be crazy. Especially the worst case scenarios? Yeah, like, you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, thankfully, like, they, like, got a mask, so, like, you don't got to smell people's breath or anything. But, like, you know, you never know. Sometimes the breath could, you know, that shit could be piercing through the mask. That's tough, you know? Like... <clears throat> That's how you know you have a problem at that point. Yeah. It's gingivitis or halitosis or whatever you call it. Yeah. Shit like that. Um, I think also 
being uh yeah like a surgeon and stuff that shit is crazy yeah like watching but like low-key it's kind of cool watching like dr pimple popper yeah. low-key i, I kind of watched that or um you know derm doctor yes yes I do. that dude on tiktok that shit is so I watched that. funny like, dude funny you say that like i've really i've gotten moisturizers and skin products now to avoid that because even though it looks soothing like it really is bad for your skin those cysts and gross like yeah, i actually yeah, like wash my face more now and like do various <coughs> moisturizers because i don't want to wind up up in the popper yeah no i mean yeah i feel like i i don't really have too many like skin problems but i usually um my girl would like shields that like extract me sometimes um but that's really about it and i'll put like a mask on every now and then yeah look at that take care of your face people and uh, the last question before we wrap it up feminine exists what would you like to hear god say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates Glad you're here. <laughs> how wholesome, how wholesome. Well, Nikki, plug where we can find your music for us, please. Shit, you can find me anywhere. Um, Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, Tidal, you name it. Uh, YouTube as well. Um, that's M-W-N-K-I-I on all streaming platforms and on all socials IG, Twitter, TikTok, you name it um, I don't really post a lot but maybe I'll post more we'll see uh, um, but yeah got a oh yeah, I got some music uh, music video coming out too yeah we actually uh, just finished uh, getting the final edits done today so trying to figure out how exactly we want to roll that stuff out but um yeah yeah, yeah. a lot of stuff coming all so right stay tuned. but definitely be on the lookout for that right all right, right. Vibes. well Nikki thank you for pulling up I enjoyed every second of this I learned oh, a lot shit. and um, is there any other final words you want to give the audience the listeners or this world before we sign off for today shit um yeah Stay clean. That's with Nikki. He's an upcoming rapper from New Jersey. Don't forget to check him out on November 21st in New York City at the Berlin Under A at Breaking Sound. Doors open at 7.30. All right, with Nikki, appreciate you. Till next time, and we can't wait to see where the future brings you, my friend. Thanks for having me, bro. Appreciate you. How about that? That's with Nikki, everybody. Good luck to you. Good luck on your future. I'm sure you'll be making lots of people proud. And we're excited to see what you pull off. That's with Nikki, everybody. Don't forget to check him out at the Berlin Under A on Monday, November 21st. And I'm sure there'll be plenty of more where that came from. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. Want Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter at ProdComboPod, want TikTok at Productive Conversations. Thank you to Dolo Ren for making that great content for us. So we will see you next week. One show next week. It's going to be our NFL show as we look ahead to week 11. Or I should say at that point, we look back on week 11 and look ahead to week 12. And then we're going to have more podcasts for you on the way from there. I have recorded three in-studio podcasts this week alone. And we have a few other ones we've recorded in the past as well that we still have to release. And we are just booking more shows as we continue to go and grow and enjoy the ride that we are on. So good stuff ahead. Make sure you have a wonderful weekend. If you're traveling for Thanksgiving, please, please travel safely. And once you see your loved ones, give them a big hug appreciate them love them and understand why uh, you are all together because you know it's thanksgiving this world is pretty fucked up right now there's lots of things to be stressed out about and the least you can do is uh just take a moment 
and appreciate your amazing support system around you, whether that's your family, your friends, your coworkers, whoever. Just don't forget to appreciate them, especially during this Thanksgiving season. And um, as we look ahead to the holiday season, just just take them all in and uh, don't forget how special they are. So with that, my name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast, and I will see you all next week. Don't forget to check in on your friends and family. All right. Have a good weekend, everybody. Peace.